and welcome to Native Stories. Native Stories exists to share the voices of those connected to the land. Aloha mai kako. You're listening to Native Stories podcast. Mahalo for listening in. O wao o nanea lo koinoa no papukle oahu maeau. No ao ma kaimuki. I'm Nanea Lo from Papakule Oahu, now living in Kaimuki. Today we have Punahele, the Hawaiian hip hop artist. Velina Mai Punahele. Aloha Mai Kako, everybody out there. Greetings and positive vibrations. Um, and this is another episode of what I call the Mauna series, where we're here live on Mokuokehave or Hawaii Island at Puuhuluhulu. Um, holding space in solidarity with the Kia'i and protectors of Mauna Awa Kea, a sacred mountain in the peaceful protest against the 30-meter telescope that has been granted access to be built on Mauna Kea, which is the largest mountain in the world. So we'll have Punahele introduce himself even more. How's it? Um, my name is Punahele. Um, I'm from Makaha on Oahu and... Basically, I just, your average Hawaiian who loves Tukane Kapila, and I got my degree at the chicken fight, so I don't consider myself an academic or a scholar, even though I always go to school and attend UH Manoa for Ike. And that's it. That's me. Welcome. Mahalo. So, some questions that I want to ask you is, how did you get involved with hip-hop? So basically, it all started uh, growing up in Makaha. A lot of my like older brothers used to listen to Tupac, and they used to listen to like the gangster party type Tupac. But on those CDs, there was like the "Keep Your Head Up" Tupac and the "Changes" Tupac, and it, it motivated me to want to make positive music that that people could feel and that could bring change and. A lot of my cousins used to play ukulele because we never have instrumentals, used to rap over those, um, somehow fell into battle rapping to get money to buy studio equipment and make my own studio. And it just continued. And now I feel like music is life and music helps me um, overcome any obstacle. So, um yeah, wow, so you must have been doing um, hip-hop for a long time. How many years is that? I would say, you could say hip-hop is in my DNA because hip-hop is a culture. And just like, to me, um, breakdancing is the equivalent to hula. Um, Oling is the equivalent to emceeing. All the people who play the pahu drums and bang the ipuhekes is the equivalent to the DJ. And petroglyphs is the equivalent to graffiti art. So I feel like hip-hop was in my DNA. I feel like I had to speak through rap because my language, Olelo Hawaii, was banned. So I found something to replace it. And only recently I started learning my mother tongue and finding my culture. But, but even though I never speak fluent Olelo Hawaii, Everything I said was Hawaiian because my Maoli, my actions, my thoughts, my heart, the the na'au that I possess was that of one Hawaiian. And I just, I'm kind of grateful that now I get to go back and fluently engage in learning and developing my mother tongue. 
I love that outlook on thinking of it as being already ingrained in you because, yeah, like maybe some people hear about Hawaiian hip hop or rapping and like Hawaii or Hawaiians and think like, what is that? You know, but like the outlook of anything that we do, it's Hawaiian regardless. And I love that you say that. Um, so what kind of events brought you to here to Mauna Kea and to Pu'uhulu Hulu? And were there other prior events, um, that brought you here? Um, cause I know I went with you to Naisa in Aotearoa and there is some things that happened there. I was wondering if you could share with our listeners. Um, Aotearoa was a, a breath of fresh air and seeing um, Te Reo so strong with our cousins in Aotearoa uh, motivated me to kind of want to build that for our children. But I think the path that started me to get to Mauna Kea started long ago. I feel like when Simba seen Nala when he was with Timon and Pumbaa living super happy and Nala was like, brah, our culture is messed up, you know? Um, the situations that our mom and family is dealing with is messed up. And in Simba's na'ao, he knew that he had to go Pride Rock. And in my na'ao, I feel the exact same way. And Simba went to Pride Rock to stop desecration. And we are here on Mauna Kea to stop desecration. And it's a beautiful thing because we're rebuilding our nation that never went away. And we're getting stronger. And we're going to continue to keep fighting. I always had a strong belief in me that things have been going wrong for my people. And I always wanted to make it right. Any path it would take for me to make things porno and turn heaven into porno for my people is the path that I was going to pursue. And this is the path that was naturally flowing and the path that we're on right now. Yes, I love that. So um, I know at NISA you actually did a workshop. Can you talk about that workshop and also... Um, how you incorporated um, Mauna Kea because I know that at the time when we were away, we got news that they were actually going to start construction here. Um, and yeah, that was in the beginning of July that we were over there. So the workshop I taught spoke on how I teach hip hop to youth in Hawaii and hip hop is used for me Um as an outlet, as a tool to express my problems. And I felt like once I delved deep into hip-hop, I kind of wrote all my problems and pain out. And I looked up one day after recording all those songs about just being a negative statistic and dealing with parents with addiction issues and struggling in the hood and figuring out that I'd rather have the Ina back than eat spam and have EBT. Um, hip-hop solved my problems by expressing it so I figured I might as well teach youth uh, this craft that helped me learn discipline and bless me with a better outlook on life and help me navigate through struggle and 
that was what my workshop was about. Um, and right when we got to Aotearoa, it was cracking off on Mauna Kea. Everything was about to start, and um, it was heavy on my heart. And me, Kaimana Kawaha, Ihilani Lasconia, were sitting at a bus stop the first day we got to Aotearoa, and we kind of made a song that people love, and we performed it all over Aotearoa, saluting Mauna Kea, honoring Mauna Kea, and taking a stand against desecration. Um, what is that song called? The song is called We Are Mauna Kea. You can look it up on YouTube or Facebook. And it's not officially recorded, but when the stars align, we're going to get that recorded and we're going to share them out to the world. We'll plug in some of um, his song at the end. Um, so after all that happened, um, like, what was the time frame from then and until you actually came up to Mauna Kea? And then how long have you been on the Mauna? So I went from being in Aotearoa for two weeks to coming home for two days in the Makaa sun after leaving Aotearoa's winter, sweating my life away. Then I came back to Mauna Kea and everything felt like AC again. And we've been here ever since. I think 32 days for me. Um, and it's, it's such a blessing to see all my people uniting, teaching each other, sharpening each other. And catering for each other and standing in Kapu'aloha. Wow, 30, 32 days is a long time. Um, so you have seen the evolution of the Pu'uhulu and the university. Um, can you explain, like, were you involved in those first kind of efforts of creating the actual spaces, like the tents? And were you involved in teaching any of the classes as well? So when I came here, there was uh, Laakea, Uncle Earl, Mehana Kihoi, Malia, and Elston. Then the next day, there was a meeting. Everybody met up. Then that night, 30 people came. Then by the morning, 100 people came. Then 300, and it progressed on. Um, I feel like setting up all the structures over here, we didn't know that it was going to turn into a school or the medic tent or the kitchen. We just set them up and naturally, naturally it progressed. And we're here. We got all these structures that help strengthen the lahui. Within the first two weeks of us being here, Hawaiians provided free health care for Hawaiians, free schooling for Hawaiians, and free food for Hawaiians and resources, you know? And I think... We did more for ourselves with a shorter time than America has ever done for us. And I'd like to shout out Tonga, who came and delivered so much stuff for us. They delivered a bunch of stuff, a bunch of blankets, a bunch of lauhala mats. And I feel like um, Tonga cared and showed Hawaiians more love and respect and gave us more than America ever has. So I love you, Tonga. I love you, Aotearoa. I love you, Samoa. And free West Papua. Free Palestine, free Turtle Island. Yeah, shout out to our Pacifica Ohana. Um, also, they provided, yeah, free edu education. So that's a good leeway. Um, what is education to you? 
Yeah, education is anything that strengthens the Lahui Kanaka, um, whether it's, you know, how to take care better of ourselves, how to take care of the Aina, how to know our traditions and past, whether it be hula or even modern day hip hop to strengthen our, our keiki and speak to them and make them solve problems. Also, just knowing our history and culture and just, you know, anything that enlightens us to be stronger is the education to me. Beautiful. Um, I know, so you kind of mentioned that you do, you're an educator. You kind of go around and you teach workshops about hip hop, about your craft. Um, and I wanted to know, how does it get incorporated here? And also if maybe you could share about some of the fruits of your labor, like if you had um, anybody from your workshops, like hit you up later on in life and be like, hey, like I'm pursuing hip hop or um, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's awesome to see um, a lot of my students actually pursue music and they interact with me, message me, and I tell them, yo, you should go take the melee program at HCC. And a lot of the, the people I've taught in the past how to make beats or how to rap, I actually buy beats from them now and put them on my album. So it's awesome to see that go full circle. Um, I've also taught at Haleho Omalu Detention Center, and I just love seeing kids who learn how to process through hip-hop and have paradigm shifts and not live that life of crime that was normalized. You know, people people do horrible, bad stuff because that's what they see in their community. It's normal. And by teaching them other outlooks on life and how to process and navigate, I've, I've seen them transition and turn heavily into Pono. Wow, you've done a lot for the community. That's awesome. Um, so since being here on Hawaii Island, um, do you feel like you've solidified more connections here? And do you feel yourself after all of this have goes away and the TMT doesn't get built? Um, do you feel that you're going to be coming back here more often? And yeah, what's your envision for future of hip hop on Hawaii Island? Uh, I'm glad my ancestors came from Hawaii Island. So I'm, I'm pretty sure after this, I'll be seeing a lot of Hawaii Island. Um, it's kind of awesome to just jam in Kani Kapila. And, you know, sometimes I end up Kani Kapila-ing with Kaikana Scanlan, with Dynamite from Southern Rush, and just making a bunch of connections with, with talented brothers out here, like the brothers from One Rhythm, Kaikana Scanlan, Ka'ale, Mr. Kapu, and I, I kind of I kind of love it. I made a lot of strong connections, and I might even record one whole album or mixtape or EP, whatever, up here because being on a Mauna triggers me super hard. Like, the on the Wednesday standoff, I came, and I was so, you know, full of emotion, and I just sat down, and I wrote two songs just instantaneously, and, yeah, I got 10 songs written on the Mauna, who knows what will happen with that? And anytime Presley hits me up, I'll be teaching more classes at Pu'uhuluhulu University. So if, if you're not here, come be here. Wow. Um, 
I know that a couple of days ago, um, I had a conversation with you, or you kind of told me that there's actually a radio station here up in Pu'uhuluhulu. Um, can you tell us more about that and how you've been on air and maybe more information? So 93.5 FM here straight from Mauna Kea, Aloha Nation Radio. Um, it's super beautiful. Kind of got some pirate vibes. They let me rap and talk about the Lion King and Dragon Ball Z. And I even did a, a crazy five-minute freestyle. I hope uh, if you guys was listening, you guys probably in score. And I love seeing those DJs um, promote a education, stand against desecration, involve people like uh, Brada Kepa, Keanu Sai to come speak on the radio. And, you know, just being a good platform for Kanaka standing for righteous things up here. So if, if you like, check them out. They just made an Instagram play, page, um, Aloha Nation, 93.5 FM. Uh, DJ Pikachu, you can follow him at Legendary Billionaire. Uh, DJ Kyle Strings, you can follow him at Kyle Strings, no I. And, yeah, check them out. A bunch of solid people and a solid platform. Is it is the radio station just strictly on the Mauna, or does it is it... For the whole Hawaii and Hawaii Island. So I'm pretty sure the whole Hawaii Island catches it. And it's broadcasted strictly on the Mauna. And we're going to try to get this podcast on top of the radio station. So you guys should be super stoked for that. Yes. Um, speaking of a freestyle, would you be able to do a little freestyle for us? Or would you need like a beat or something? Yeah, a beat, a beat would be super awesome. But... If if you like, I can. I go spit the verse, one verse. Sure. Okay. They try to erase us and they try to down us. Since they don't hear us, they'll see us on the mountain. They act like we don't matter, but we was here first. They came here on planes and we came from the dirt. They say we never cared, but we always did. Only the unrighteous see silence as consent. Hawaiian place of learning. I do not get it. How can you represent us if you don't respect our wishes? They talk about aloha, but they know nothing about living it. They use free speech to protect white supremacists for expressing our rights. They're trying to give us big fines. We're prepared to risk it all and put our lives on the line. Kapu aloha, defend the sacred. We are not anti-science. We are anti-desecration. Tell the media to make their corrections. We are protectors, not protesters. Chee. Chee. Um, <laughs> thank you for that. So another question too, because um, you mentioned about a lot of, I don't know, regular melee artists. Has there been like any rappers, rappers that have come up here? So, um, this brother named Il Nomadic, he's from Iran. Uh, he just dropped his album, Second Language. You can check him out. He's been here on Mauna Kea. We've written a couple of songs together about Mauna Kea. Um, also, Dynamite from Southern Rust, super awesome brother. Nice seeing him and jamming with him and Ka'i Kenna, Scanlon. And who knows, if, if all goes well, we'll, we'll be working together. Um, also... Ka'ale from Kamehameha Projects and Mr. Kapu, they're brothers, they're super awesome, some Hawaiian artists. Who knows, um, I loved when Damian Marley came here and sang all of um, 
a lot of his father's songs and it was super righteous you know i felt the vibes and it was awesome yeah there's a lot of artists here and i cannot wait for see what what comes out of here i i hear a lot of good music getting recorded right here on the mauna inside of uh, one of my good friends broken car but we still out here smashing hits so if you guys like support us i no worry i can give you ways to support us thank you um are there have you been doing collaborations too with um i don't know like folks who do oli are you considering about putting like oli and pahu drums and all that kind of stuff into this new kind of project i guess that you're kind of it's birthing out of here um i have seen it done by shout out to my good friends the paniolo prince and his wife the queen maile they do hip hop mix it with oli um i work with them and i can continue to work with them but any people who are awesome at oli's and good with ipu hekes and pahu drums come reach out to me i would love to work with you and do something awesome so thank you for bringing that up it's an awesome opportunity so reach out to me at punahele695 on instagram and i would love to work with you yeah that would be awesome i know i should actually get them on on this podcast because yeah they have really interesting and cool mele and hawaii hip hop um is there anything you would like the world to know about Hawaii hip hop? I mean, I know you kind of already said some things, um, uh, but anything like really specific or any last thoughts and anything that you want the world to know about um Pu'u Hulu Hulu in general? Well, whatever David Ige said about us was terrible and he was lying. It is not true. We do not allow drugs, alcohol, weapons, or smoking of any kind. And we're not out here partying and playing Portuguese horseshoes, even though that would be awesome. But we're not doing that. Um, I'd also like to say that the best part of about Hawaii hip-hop is Hawaiians. And what would Hawaiians be without Aina? And uh, anybody listening, love yourselves, be nice to people, stand against desecration, Learn about your culture, hug your mom, read to your kids, and yeah, you can follow Nanea at Ea Nanea Lo. And you can follow me at Punahele695 on Instagram and Twitter and hit me up. I'm super nice. We get small kind terrible service here on the Mauna, but when I respond, it'll be on. Yes, the service is not that good here. Um, also, if anybody wants to get connected to Pu'u Hulu Hulu, you guys can follow them on their Instagram, Pu'u Hulu Hulu. I know they have a Facebook. Um, you can just type in Pu'u Hulu Hulu and they'll pop up as well. Um, if you want to give any donations, you can go on their website, pu'uhuluhulu.com, um, where... They're accepting monetary income donations so that they can just go out to wherever they need and purchase um, any goods that the Honua might need. Um, hmm, let me think. One sec. Um, shout out to Makaha. Uh, shout out to Papakulea. Shout out to 
everybody here on the Mauna. And yeah, if you like give me money at Punahela695 on Venmo and to make it like nice, make it nice that I said that, I'll spit something for you guys one more time. Before you seek sovereignty, you better practice it. Toe to toe with the police, I'm where the action is. Everything we do is for our more opuna taking the stand so their futures don't end up ruined. Not afraid of the L Rad or the National Guard. Eleven hours straight, my heroes chained to the cattle guard. He Oliam Malia Kumunoi Kumu Imai Kumukale Koa Uncle Walter Kamuela and Mahi I freezing at 3 a.m. until the sun scorched above. All for the Lahui with their hearts filled with love. I hope you get the stand before it's your time. That's why our Kupunas chose to be placed on the front lines of Stanch Aloha Aina. That's the Maoli in me. I'm the small axe that swings towards that big, big tree. And the term Hawaiian homes is a joke to me. Cause every piece of land is Hawaiian homes to me. Oh, spitting that hot fire. Okay. Um, hollow for that. And that concludes our episode with Punahele. You can follow us. Um, Native Stories on Facebook and on Instagram at Our Native Stories. We also have an app out at Native Stories and follow our podcast Native Stories as well to hear this podcast. And next time, tune in for all the awesome EK that's going to be flowing in. Mahalo. Thank you for listening to us on Native Stories. If you have a story you would like us to tell, or want to sponsor a future podcast, location story, or walking tour, please email us at info at nativestories.org.